Welcome to the Educator State of Mind podcast, the best daily resource for educators to thrive at work and flourish in life. I'm your host, Jake Ruzzi. Every day, we'll explore tips, tricks, tools, practices, and stories to help you achieve and maintain a healthy life-work balance while working in education. Let's get to it. The goals we set are only as good as our ability to follow through with the action steps that we need to take in the short term, in the immediate, to be able to reach those goals in the future. So today I wanted to talk about breaking down goals into more manageable and actionable things. So taking a big goal, doesn't matter what kind of goal, whether it's a goal for the next week or a goal for the next five years, being able to take that, break it apart, do some of that evaluation that we talked about yesterday, and really critically look at what does it take for me to actually reach a goal. I would encourage you to use this for all kinds of goals, from super, super simple goals to more complex goals. And so I'll start with a super simple example, a goal that I think all of us to some degree probably have, or at least we should have. And that's the goal of drinking more water throughout the course of our day, throughout the course of our week, just generally speaking. It seems like a pretty straightforward thing. But if it was so easy for us to just set the goal and then accomplish it, then we wouldn't really need to be having this conversation, now would we? So for me, when I think about how do I go about drinking more water, which is a goal for me, by the way, I think about what are the actual action steps that I need to take to be able to accomplish that goal. And so when I first started thinking about how I wanted to drink more water, the first thing I thought about was, okay, Step number one, I need to get myself a water bottle that I can just have with me all the time. That was step number one. And so I did that. That got me closer to my goal. Then I thought, okay, I need to figure out how to make carrying that water bottle around a little bit more enjoyable and a little bit more desirable. So I looked around to what other people were doing and I saw, oh, tons of people have really cool stickers on their water bottle. So I want stickers on my water bottle. I went out and got some stickers. I just started loading it up with stickers that I really liked, so it made me want to bring it with me. Then, as I started going through my day, a couple a couple of days into this, I realized, oh, one extra step I need to take is that in the morning, I need to fill up my water bottle and make sure I leave the house for work with a full water bottle. And then after a little while, that was working better than it had before, but I was still not reaching the goal that I kind of had set for myself. And I had, honestly, I set a kind of a vague goal. I just want to drink more water. So I I had to go back and refine that goal a little bit. And I started setting the intention to drink three water bottles a day. So then that kind of gave me a basic idea of like, okay, I should probably drink my first one by like 11 o'clock or noon finish the next one before I leave work and go home for the day, and then finish the third one or more 
while I'm at home. And that started working really, really well. And that's kind of the system that I use today. Most days, I'm able to reach that goal. I try to beat it every day and drink more than that, but I, I don't know why. It's just not something that comes as naturally for me. I have to think about it every single day. So number one was get a water bottle that I could carry with me all the time because that was something that I was missing. Make that water bottle something I don't want to forget and I don't want to leave at home because I'm going to put cool stickers on it. Then I have to set some specific parameters around what exactly it means to be successful for this goal. So that was drinking at least three water bottles a day. And that's a super simple goal for us to break down. But the process of breaking it down into its action steps makes it become a little bit more manageable and a little bit more clear of like, oh, that's how I'm going to get to the goal in the long run. Okay, so something a little bit more complicated. My wife and I, we have a goal of going on our honeymoon. We've been married for a while now and still haven't been able to go on our honeymoon. It's a goal. And we haven't really made any progress towards it. So I thought this would be a good exercise to kind of write down the ways that we are going to make progress towards this thing. And part of the reason we haven't made progress is because we haven't broken it down into its smaller action steps. So hopefully, not too long after this episode comes out, you'll hear me talking about how we actually went on our honeymoon, which would be nice. So here we go. First thing I wrote down was that every month we need to start setting aside money to pay for the trip. Then we need to start researching places we want to go and the experiences that we want to have and then document those. Then we need to pick the place. We need to estimate the total price on that and draft a budget, and then we're going to use that budget to inform how much we need to save, and that's going to be how much we, we need to put aside every month. From there, we're going to pick a date to go, ensuring that that aligns with how much money we're going to be saving every month so that when, we, when it comes time, we actually have the money that we can do. And then the final step is going to be book everything. And so... All of that is pretty straightforward, seems like pretty common sense, but we just haven't done it yet. And I think that that's one of the pitfalls that we can fall into with our goals is that we have a big goal, go on a honeymoon, get healthy, eat healthy, start only cooking meals at home and not eating fast food, renovate a room in our house, or do something crazy and wild. And I don't know what you want to do, but we all have goals. And I think that sometimes those goals are a little too abstract and we're not quite sure how to actually make progress towards it because we haven't taken the time to sit down and break it down into its smaller pieces that will get us there. Even just writing down the different steps that we need to take to get closer to having our honeymoon has got me thinking about, okay, well, I can look at this site, and I know we talked about this place, and now a conversation that we have just kind of had in passing for the last two years, I'm starting to think about it more and more and more, and now I'm starting to sit down and actually do some of that research and start thinking about how much it's going to cost and how much we need to save for that and where we want to go. Whereas before, it was just kind of this vague goal of like, oh yeah, we would love to go on our honeymoon and 
here's some of the places we'd like to go here, but I don't know. We'll, we'll figure that out next weekend, or we'll figure that out in a month from now. And we haven't made any progress. And that's kind of frustrating. And so now it just feels like that's not a goal that we're going to get to. But when we can break our goals down, we can more clearly see the path that we need to take to get there. So try doing this with your own goals. See if there's goals that you have that you haven't really given enough thought about how you're actually going to get there and the smaller, more actionable, bite-sized things that you're going to do to get there. And that's all I have for you today. Tomorrow, we're going to be talking about smart goals versus nice goals. You probably already know what smart goals are, but if you don't know what nice goals are, stick around. You're going to want to hear it. And that episode will come out tomorrow. So thank you for listening. I will see you tomorrow. Thank you for listening to the Educator State of Mind podcast. If you enjoyed today's episode, don't forget to follow, rate, and leave a review. Your feedback is extremely valuable because together we can make the show the best daily resource for educators. And did you know that you can get involved with the show? If you'd like to learn more about being a part of the podcast, head over to jakerusey.com forward slash podcast for more information. I accept submissions for episode ideas, sound clips to include in the show, and invitations for interviews. If you have something important to say, let's get it on the show. Thanks again, and have a spectacular day.